So how old do you think the internet is? Um I'd like to guess you know 70s or probably the year which is also my favorite number 69 <laughs> Yes <laughs> Yeah you might be right because um, there was this section of uh, American Defense Agency called Advanced Research Project Agency ARPA they started using interconnected computers uh, to form a network back in 1969 okay so i i actually didn't know that internet has been there for like you know such long time it's been like some 51 years right if it was introduced in 69 yes okay Welcome to another episode of Bright Run Geek Show. We are your hosts Shankar and Vishnu. And in this episode we're going to talk about internet. I thought we have been doing this podcast for a long time and we have been using internet for a long time, right? um we have never discussed internet on uh, as a, as to how it works and you know uh, what are the different behind the scenes things that happen when you try to access a website or when you send an email and stuff i know that many people use internet we do as well but do we really know what happens behind the scenes not really i've you know tried to tackle that thing where uh, i've tried to like understand what happens uh, you know this connection broadband network whatever thing that happens like you know all the signals going to the satellite and reaching earth like data being transferred but i've never really understood you know how data can be transferred through the air it's something that has you know baffled me for years yeah you you just mentioned satellite and all that kind of stuff right but um, there's a catch um intercontinental conversations through internet doesn't just happen through satellites do you know that there are cables underwater under the ocean yeah yeah that i know that i know like there is a there is a train of you know network of uh, under and un- un- it goes through the ocean right under the ocean yes this is something that we'll discuss so uh, let's get into this we i will go through the uh, overview of how internet works we are not going to go into the technicality of it because i think that will be boring for most people um if unless you are a computer science person right if you're really interested i mean you can go to any depths and you can get into the nitty gritty of how everything works but what my intention with today's uh, show is to give an overview of how it works to understand okay when you try to access a website what really happens how are you get seeing these web pages where are these where are these files on the internet what exactly inter- does internet mean and what does cloud mean right unlike what some people think Okay. Uh, some people okay. literally think that cloud is the cloud that we see in the sky but, but yeah we'll break those myths and stuff like that. Okay, so before we get into that I have one question. So does all the internet, you know, connectivity like data transfer happen through this under uh, the ocean network or does satellite have something to play with it? Absolutely. Not everything happens through the ocean uh, cables and stuff like that. Okay. There are satellites and recently there have been other innovations as well where people are using or i would say where companies are using hot air balloons and also tesla is coming up um, or i would say spacex is coming up with a new technology called starlink 
which would link every place in on the earth with internet without wow. using cables and stuff yeah so i think they are uh, going to leverage uh, space technology or whatever it is okay i think i signed up for that or something oh uh, you can sign up for that yeah, okay, there's a, if that. you go to starlink website you can give your uh, address and stuff like that so whenever starlink is enabled for your location you can start accessing internet okay yeah okay so as with everything we'll go into a little bit of history uh, as we mentioned with at the start of this episode right internet sort of started back in 1969 uh, it was called arpanet because it was part of the network of computers which were owned by advanced research project agency which comes under us defense so it was mostly military stuff and um, um, used for military purposes and also by universities and stuff like that so it was not a general public kind of a thing at that time it was mostly used for scientific researches uh, and some universities also had access to it like stanford and mit because uh, those were the places where technologies were developed and you know innovations happened and all that kind of stuff right so 1969 is when it started and this thing started growing uh, this arpanet started growing when more and more computers started getting connected to the to the network so initially if you look at it it was more like what you have inside an office a bunch of computers connected to each other which means uh, you can share files communicate with each other that is what internet was it was a lan network kind exactly. of exactly lan network stands for local area network uh, which means you have a network within a building or maybe across two buildings or something and you have very few number of computers connected to it this lan network started growing and it became a wan network which is like a wide area network that means you have a coverage of much more area could be like kilometers or state across the states or something like that and that is the start of internet now if you look at internet right now there are like billions of devices con- uh, connected i think there are about 3 and a half to 4 billion people who are connected to the internet on the earth that is a sizable amount com- considering that we have about 7 billion people right yeah but still i i i'm little um, you know surprised that only 3 to 4 billion are you know connected to the internet because i used to feel that everyone is on online these days but yeah there are people all across the globe who are uh, not able to access internet i guess there are certain areas where they don't have electricity as such right so yeah, yeah we don't understand the scale of how much uh penetration has happened in terms of electricity and internet and all that but there is a big chunk still left um also although there are 3.5 to 4 billion people connected to the internet there are about 25 to 30 billion devices connected to internet yeah that means per person it's what an average of like maybe 3 4 5 devices yeah. if you look at us we have like our phone then we have our laptop probably a desktop or like television even yeah television yes that's what with smart tvs the the equation has completely changed it, it's yeah so those days it was mostly the computers right now every device is a smart device which connects to the internet or wifi in some way even your phone you, even too. the fit, fitness tracker that you have on your uh, arms it is it is a yeah i didn't mean phone i meant watch yeah. <laughs> it's watches phones your weighing scale these days you can connect your we- electronic weighing scale to something like uh google fit or uh, you know some other apps which can keep a track of it so it's like it's become something called internet of things where you have every device connecting to the internet you know sharing data and all that kind of stuff even the smart bulb that you use that is also connected to the internet yeah we have one 
just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay. so uh, like uh, you talked about how internet was you know it uh, it came into existence in 1969 yeah so what does the cern have to do with it cern exactly. do they have anything to I'm, play with I'm, it i'm glad that you asked that question because that was the exact next thing that i was going okay. to explain hmm. um so internet means a um bunch of connected computers right now how do, when, what what really happens how do you use internet today so let me put it this way right internet is a collection of computers networked with each other at a high level okay now how do you access the resources that a computer is trying to share so basically if you go to facebook facebook is a website which is in one of the servers many servers that facebook has sitting in some corner of the world so the way you access that is through the web right that is what the inter- the worldwide web www is right when you enter the address it suddenly brings up that page uh, for you and when you log in it pulls up all the data that facebook has about you which is too much to be honest right uh, and it pulls it into a web page and it displays to you now what does cern has have to do with this this whole thing of world about worldwide web the way to access internet was invented by someone called tim berners lee he you, he was a, a contractor for cern okay and he used an apple next computer to build the first worldwide web um, page now you get the connection so which year was this developed uh, this was i think this was 1989 1989 yeah. okay okay and it's I, kind I, of uh, you know new then in that very case. new in the sense there was so this thing called http hypertext transfer pro- protocol right uh viewing a web page on your browser that was invented by him so if you google it you can still see the first home page that he created okay uh while he was working for cern and uh that is how the whole thing about surfing the web you know you open a browser and you go to website and all those things uh, started uh, became popular in the sense um basically what happens when you go to a website let me explain that right let you have a website right yeah ramblingjoin.com shameless yeah. plug so when someone click enters ramblingjoin.com what really happens is there is a computer sitting somewhere so you have your blog on medium right yeah yeah so medium has um, a set of files which serve as your blog which is sitting in one server somewhere and that server has an application which is also called a server which holds these files which contain the information that is needed to be displaying that is needed for displaying your site okay now each of these computers have something called ip address ip hmm. address is basically in simple terms a number which is used to identify that particular computer on the internet hmm. okay usually it is a very long number so what happens is now you are entering a domain name something like ramblingjoin.com there is a service called De- domain network service which matches this domain name with your ip with the ip address of that particular server and whenever someone makes a request on their browser to ramblingjoin.com it points it to that ip address okay the reason is uh, because do you think it's easy to remember ip address of your uh, website no. or a name name right so it makes the process simple so when you go to vishnuparnavan or even writerandgeek.com it is pointing to one particular ip on the internet okay right and ip also there are multiple types we were using ip uh, v4 mm-hmm. until recently it was 32 bit so we ran out of the numbers so we started using ipv6 right now okay which will which we are not going to run out in any you know any time soon 
um that is 64 bit <laughs> that's what they said about y2k <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's kind of exactly the same kind of uh, yeah problem right uh, uh, for 32 bit you have 2 to the power 32 options which i think uh, because internet became very popular we ran out of options hmm. something like that so basically internet is something like you know you have your desktop or your laptop where you have c drive d drive whatever exactly. it is you have a file inside d drive saying that you know d drive slash uh, my stuff inside that you have a, fo- a file named 001 yeah this It's is what we used to do when we were young to hide uh, some important files you remember yeah. Yeah. multiple folders yeah. inside folders <laughs> yeah if you find something like school stuff or something you yes. can you know that there is some uh, obnoxious uh, inappropriate stuff inside so inappropriate for that time probably yeah. anyway yeah so uh, you have like d drive slash my stuff slash 001 file it's the same way but it, when you are using internet the thing is like it's not stored in your laptop or like your desktop but it's stored somewhere across the world in some other server which is like a hard disk right it is a, now again here is the thing right you can use your laptop as a server as well yeah yeah if you are able to connect it 24 hours to the internet you configure your ip address and you map the domain domain name to your ip address and you put these files into your so server can mean two things server is a software which serves the files hmm. in the sense it provides if you go to a particular ip address there will be a folder within that server uh, application called it can be www or htdocs or whatever whatever you put inside that folder will be served to the internet hmm. so if you are able to connect your laptop 24 hours into the internet and configure your ip address and connect it to a domain name and if i enter that address in my laptop it connects to your laptop okay the reason people don't do it is because it's less reliable right mm. it's your hardware it's not powerful enough let's say a million people start hitting your computer is going to crash yeah, yeah. that is why we depend on services like digital ocean or linode to host our servers they have this big data centers mm. right they know how to distribute the load they have amazing infrastructure in the sense uh, if a hard drive fails they have backups so even if your data goes down in one place it will still be up in some other place and there are multiple servers serving your web pages at the, at the same time so those are very technical stuff i don't want to bring that here but that's how it works so you said is right server just means a computer sitting somewhere with a hard drive which has all the content that you're seeing online yeah. and it's just serving to the internet it's open okay so two things uh, like i think uh, you use your laptop as a local server or something when you're developing a website i feel yes. and second thing is that if you look at it the whole world like the whole of internet is just a big master computer mm. with just a lot of interconnection right so yeah. this actually i used to feel that it's some kind of magic which used to happen but now that i know it's just you know server sitting somewhere and feeding information to you it's just a master computer it's as simple as this if you have if you had been to your college computer lab all the computers are connected to each mm. other it may be 50 to 60 computers now expand that into a bigger scale that mm. is all it is yeah. there is no magic like okay there are some files stored somewhere we don't know where it mm. is or by magic these files are getting downloaded no it is all sitting in some computer somewhere only thing is the scale is so big that you feel like this internet is an endless space from where files are generated and sent and all that kind of stuff right so that's basically how the uh, how you access things on internet like websites and stuff like that work now le- now also you do in- use internet for other stuff for communication for emails and stuff like that right now what happens with that 
the stuff that you type as an email it is text file right it gets converted into all the binary bits and stuff zeros and ones if i go down that path i'll have to explain electronics and everything and signal processing behind it let me just put it simple it gets encoded into a signal and that signal is in the form of zeros and ones binary right so the way we uh, transmit this information is um, let's say you have heard of optical fiber right yeah. now the connection that we have in our house is a fiber net so how does it work so they use laser beams through a fiber optical fiber now one it is determined by one flash of laser and zero is determined by an off state right so at a given second there are millions of these on and off states that happen okay which is encoded data that is going out from your computer so one bit is one state so if your file is like 1 mb that is about 1000 megabyte right bytes multiplied by 8 no. yeah 1024 is 1 by uh, 24 bytes one huh. byte is 8 bits so mm. multiply that by 8 it's mm. a huge oh number right oh my god okay mm. right so that is the amount of information that is trans for when you just transfer a one small file which is like 1 mb and that happens instantaneously even bigger files are downloaded now you can download like 1 gb in what about 2 minutes 1 minute yeah so you imagine how much transfer is going on oh it's super complicated i think we'll have to dumb it down to make you know ourselves understand exactly. about this thing now what happens once it leaves your computer it goes through the fiber net connection that you have at home uh, let's say it is going to someone who is situated in a di- distant land it can go through the underwater cable that is laid now little bit history about underwater cables that are can you guess which year the first underwater cable was laid so after 1989 i'd say probably 10 years later 1999 or like 2005 you are i think you're way off by about 150 years what because the first underwater cable was laid across the english channel back in 1850 and guess what okay. those cables were used for telegraph telegraph oh yeah okay 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 so right. it's been there for so long but for the in- use of internet i i'm not really yeah sure internet would have be, was much much later uh, you know not in the 80s mm-hmm. that would have been uh, much later 80s Not 18. in the 1800s, I mean. Uh, yeah, so first was across the English Channel. Uh, then in 1853, they started laying cable connecting Britain to the continental Europe and Ireland. Hmm. In 1858, someone came up with the idea of connecting North America with Europe. Oh, so they started wow. laying the first transatlantic cable. India is also a significant part of modern uh, world, right? Uh, the first... cable was laid from yemen to india by one of the biggest ship of its time called the great eastern in the year 1870 1870 india was a part of british empire they wanted telegraph access and stuff you know what i i never really understood what telegraph is even now i don't really know how new uh, know how it works so like i didn't know that a cable was needed for the transfer of you know telegraph <laughs> those days no satellites no yeah. wireless right so telegraph is something like it's a machine where you'd make a tapping uh, just for each uh, uh, alphabet I, roughly i've never seen a telegraph machine so that gets transferred into a morse code kind of a signal and that is transferred on the other side that's why telegraph was charged on a word by word basis hmm. that is the reason it used to be very short yeah. telegraph messages were extremely short because it costs a lot of money 
Oh, it's like send nudes. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> But there was no way to transfer pictorial information. You see. I don't know. You can send a telegram or something or like a postal this thing later, right? <laughs> Just to get the point across. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then uh, the cables that are used these days are uh, mostly optical fiber cable with about seven layers of protection around it. Um, these cables span... um underwater across atlantic ocean indian ocean um, you know little bit of pacific ocean not across but australia connecting to japan and new zealand and uh, there's a connection from south africa to india and all that kind of stuff and the interesting thing is these cables are susceptible to damage and when such damage happens there is a big chance that the entire region or a country oh. can have internet blackout you know loss of internet and once such thing happened in 2008 where 60% of india lost internet wow yeah. and Good i think that we d- <laughs> we were not online i was online back then, i think yeah. we should at this point we should probably go back and talk a little bit about our history with internet mm-hmm. right um so when do you think the f- was the first time you used internet uh 2003 4 4 or something No actually did we have internet in, in school, uh, school right yeah this is the exact thing i was thinking in the morning because i remember actively using internet since 2002 but i think in one of the computers in our school lab of course students were not given access to internet i think there was internet and once we were allowed to access something is what i remember i i, I don't remember which year it is but it could be 97 98 or something like that i don't think i ever used uh you know internet in the 90s because why uh, I, i was like 6 years in 96 97 yeah so yeah whenever we used to go to the computer lab it used to be all about playing microsoft Dave. paint word <laughs> or you know just some game crappy game so yeah I've, i think i used internet first probably the first time back in 2002 3 or something yeah. very late very late yeah i i think like with every other kid in the early 2000s we also started with internet cafes right yeah. we used to go mostly to download backstreet boys lyrics and uh, cheat code uh, cheat codes for the games yeah. like you paid what was it 60 bucks when it started i think no 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 20 60 i think it was 25 bucks for no for when hour. i start i first went to internet cafe i think it was 60 rupees for an hour oh. i uh, so i remember i went with my friend and we spent some time browsing and all that then uh, when we started going like monthly basis to uh, you know have some nice hotel food and internet i think it was 25 rupees yeah for an hour yeah we didn't have uh, you know that much of an allowance and we didn't have internet at home so there was this oppressed thing like every family. yeah very <laughs> oppressed in that aspect so uh every month we'd get some allowance to like go out and have some nice restaurant food which we we would usually spend on parotta and beef yeah. and then we'd go to a internet cafe probably spend like an hour or two max yeah. and it depends yeah. on how much uh, change we have if we have 50 rupees it's going to be two hours but yeah. mostly downloading uh, these cheat codes and stuff like that i remember watching uh, larger than life Backstreet Boys music video <laughs> online. It took like probably half an hour to watch that four-minute yeah. video. <laughs> yeah, that is funny because we didn't have internet at home, and that was the era of dial-up networks where you have to connect your phone line into your modem on your computer, and it dials a number and whatnot. It takes a lot of time. So I remember again, as with many many episodes, uh, our friend and my friend Anthony, right? He gave me uh, this dial-up number. Uh, which he was using temporarily so he gave it to me to use for a few days 
and that was the first time our computer ever connected to the internet and i still remember that feeling where you now till that day we use we were using computer for like few months and years we never had the sensation of going going online with it every online application was a waste so that was the first time when you type something into the browser internet explorer was the only browser we had at that time and it really went to a page and the first thing i remember doing was download uh, vnamp version 5. Point something we had 3.0 so you know upgrade the how music much time player. did it take that took, <laughs> i think that took around 1 hour 15 minutes for a 5 mb file or something oh good lord yeah so yeah i remember that that i i don't exactly remember that day but i remember like after your 12th grade or something everyone came home and mm. we were like you know yeah. snooping around on the internet <laughs> using antony's uh, account hunting number yeah, what he, we were using yeah. his internet account. so i remember like whenever i used to go to school there were like many students who had many of my fellow classmates who had dial up connections at home they would talk about roadies and stuff and i'd be like what the hell are they talking Me about internet i have no family. idea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then i used to like remember you know once dial up was old school we had like what was the next thing cable uh, cable right. connection yeah. right then came f- uh, fiber yes. uh, network so cable pe- connection is something that we were using until recently because after moving to bangalore the first connection which we had which was a real internet connection which hmm. we used which i had to get because i was i started working i think that was a cable connection okay oh we we started with cable connection yeah it was not fiber that. because okay. uh, we needed a uh, you know modem which hmm. converted i mean there's a lot of modulation demodulation stuff which will make this very technical and boring uh so basically the line which comes it connects to a modem uh, which uh, you know does something to the signal and then it gets converted to our regular signal yeah. but if you look at the current cable which comes from the isp for us which is a fiber cable which you can directly connect that to the computer yeah, yeah. in the other case you cannot do that yeah so i remember i think this was 2006 like uh, my classmates talking about you know fiber uh, fiber net is coming and it'll be like super fast you can download movies in like 10 yeah. minutes <laughs> and back then it used to be a big deal yeah. so i even remember coming to bangalore uh, we used to live in kerala back then and uh, we came to bangalore in 2007 or something and one of our cousin and we both were like talking about fiber net and stuff so yeah that's my memory about internet but uh, we only started having you know proper internet connection uh, after coming to bangalore i remember like changing my phone to that express music hmm. the the music phone back in 2009 and that's when i actually started using internet a lot but mine would have been maybe 4 uh, or 5 years before that because in our college we had uh, proper internet um, and men's hostel had wifi internet as well, as well which was men's or boys <laughs> we used they used to call it men's hostel whatever it is yes. but but the only problem is i didn't have any device that connected to internet the phone i had was absolutely not smart um the only way i used to connect to internet is either go to the common computing facility we used to call it ccf uh, which was an extension of the computer lab for general you know non computer science students as well i was electronics so ranjit and i used to go and sit there uh, after college hours and sit there f- i think it usually closed at 6 o'clock or something so from 4:30 to 6 we used to be there browsing internet or whatever was available at that time checking email to which nobody sent emails or could or could MySpace was was not there. I've never used MySpace yeah, during those I, I created an account I think in after 2010 or something 
But then Why? <laughs> it became a music site or something. Yeah. I think Justin yeah. Timberlake yeah. bought it or something. Yeah. So then uh, after coming to hostel, usually I'll pick up someone's laptop. Friends were gracious enough to provide that. So I used to spend time browsing and all that kind of stuff. So that was my internet experience at that time. Um, but yeah, it it was never that we grew up with internet. I think we were a little late uh, uh, in getting exposed to internet. But once it happened you know then it was it caught up yeah. pretty fast i was really oppressed even then but yeah in college we used to have this thing like college had their own wifi which was like restricted so you have to go it go to the computer science department and get it configured but the thing is like the students used to configure it for you know mm-hmm. uh, everyone and they used to like if you tell them personally they'll they they would you know get a patch <laughs> with which you can access all the websites <laughs> yeah so that we used to do in college yeah college was uh, in that sense was pretty open for us mm-hmm. i mean you could access it ours were not I, but we were i know, remember uh, many of my friends open. were using internet mostly to download download files from what is that for share for share yes yes for share and there was something called rapid share or something yeah 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 so they used to download music videos and music yeah. and stuff like that i mean there was no streaming services here so yeah. it was pretty much prior piracy or nothing else i remember for share because torrent was not that big here in india back then i feel like i used to download all the songs from forshed mm-hmm. 5 mb files used to take like half an hour yep yeah so that uh, that's pretty much little bit about our history uh, now i think the only thing that i wanted to mention again is uh, this concept of darknet and deep web people generally use these terms interchangeably but they don't necessarily mean the same thing it doesn't it doesn't right so deep web is something now the it's websites that you see online when you do a google search are the uh, websites and sites that are indexed by certain search engines which you can find online either by searching on google or by typing the address right now that is only a tiny minority of the entire internet the majority of internet is what is called deep web which you cannot access through your computer unless you use something like um a tor browser which is a browser which enables you to you access these websites tor stands for the onion router right yeah yeah okay tor onion router okay it is a like recursive uh, acronym uh-huh, uh-huh. the t always stands for tor mm. so um and those websites usually have an exten- extension of dot onion other than you know some um, in place of something like dot com or dot net and that is deep web now a portion of this deep web is what is called dark net the mm-hmm. reason it's called dark net is because there is lot of illegal activities that happen there like drugs um you know and other unnecessary very scary stuff there was something called the silk road i i'm sure that you would have heard about of that course. in the dark net diaries episode right yeah yeah of so course if you are interested in all this you should go and listen to this podcast called the dark darknet diaries it's amazing yeah i knew about dark net dark web deep web uh, like a, a few years before um, you know listening to dark net diaries because i used to check out this creepy pasta hmm. sites and they used to have this horror stories which used to happen through dark net and all that yeah. so yeah it's a really fascinating rabbit hole if you want to check it out you should probably you know google about it it's really fascinating and um darknet became notorious for its drug trade and stuff like that right yeah. um, again can you guess when was the first time a darknet was used for so in early days darknet was the name darknet came because in the days of arpanet these were the computers which were connected to the net uh, you can send messages but they'd never respond uh-huh. so it was like it was in the dark kind of a thing 
and can you guess which when was the first uh, drug related uh, conversation or trade or whatever happened on darknet 94 okay it was in 1971 oh! uh students uh, from MIT and Stanford they used arpanet connection uh, in MIT's AI lab laboratory to trade marijuana okay wow okay so the first truck to be traded was uh, marijuana okay fine <laughs> that is like a long time back yes, wow yes yes okay there is a lot more to talk about internet actually i mean uh, it's uh, as big as internet itself because uh, what we have done is we have tried to just uh, explain how it works on a you know on a peripheral level on a on a on a very simple way right there is a lot of this happen uh, things that go behind the scenes if you are interested you know these are things you can find on internet how all these things work because if we bring that here it becomes too technical and yeah. which is outside the scope yeah, i think this. if you go to the tangent of silk road itself it's yeah. it, that itself is a huge story which is which right. involves fbi and all that right. and the owner being arrested later on and he is serving a life sentence yeah, i think so one of the things probably we can do in a future episode is talk about little more about dark web and related stuff Uh for now I think we'll wind up this I think we have spoken enough uh, for a general understanding of how internet works but in case there are any further questions or if we have stated something that is not true please let us know um, yeah. send us an email or you can comment on our uh, can they comment on our website yeah yeah they can yeah you can do that or comment on anywhere you are finding this uh, podcast uh, keep us informed and let us know how you feel if only we could get jackery cider right <laughs> <laughs> anyway ഹിറ്റ് പാട്ടായിരുന്നു കേട്ടോ ശരി